Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The first talk that I'm going to go through is all mindset-based, mindset personality, because the, the biggest thing I've been told, the biggest thing I've noticed about my success in life has always been mindset-based, and everything begins. Before you learn the tips and tricks of business, how to level up, if you don't have a stable mind and a stable personality, you don't know how to work with the advantages you've already got, you can't succeed in anything further. So this is the creed of the new elite. It's the, the mindset that I use, my systems for life, and we're going to break down your personality types and what you should be doing with your life, how you find that fulfillment in what you're doing based on the type of personality you have rather than just trying to chase something and maybe be like me or be like Tate and you see this big thing, but let's look into your personality and see what you should actually be doing. So this basically covers that. The, the real reason for success is the ability to keep a positive mental attitude, to be unswayed by any issues in your life to just know that you are going to make it in the end. Um, without the mind working on your side, the business tips and tricks, all of that stuff won't help because the biggest issue for anyone in this room, I can guarantee, is self-sabotage. It's never the issues that you face from other people. It's the things that you do for yourself. That's, that's the thing that we have to conquer to become truly successful. And we view this game as a whole. You cannot be dysfunctional in your mind and succeed completely you have to have it across all aspects, the wealth, the relationships, the physicality, the spirituality, being in line with truly who you are as a man. And this begins with like emotional IQ, personality, your feelings of self-worth. We'll work through a lot of stuff in this around holding on to low vibrational feelings, how we get rid of that. Because it's what you're worth, what you're willing to charge, what you think you deserve is exactly the standard you'll rise to your discipline, problem-solving ability, this is where success is, is really grown. So we did, the, we did the personality tests, which we'll run through. And this will give you, it will show you where you rank in terms of your natural abilities. And when you read into these personality tests, it will show you what you're like. And this is the, these are basically the big five. And these are the reasons for success and failure in different aspects of your life. One thing you might be very, very good at because of a certain part of your personality, other things you might lack at. Now you understand yourself and the reason why you do things, you can make changes and you can adjust that. So we'll start with the neuroticism. If you're high in neuroticism, I don't know if that was high on any of your 
on any of your charts, only you'll know personally, but you are more prone to feeling shameful. You've, you've got emotional instability in your life. You're, you're a bit up and down and all over the place. And if you're very low in neuroticism, I'm very low in neuroticism personally, you're quite fearless. You, you, don't you don't carry a lot of shame. And I've got some strategies for working through shame, guilt, regrets you have from former lives because we've all made mistakes and we work through that stuff. But understand where you are on this scale because if you're high in neuroticism and you have emotional instability and that's what fucks you up because maybe you're doing something really well and then all of a sudden you decide that you're not going to stick to the plan anymore because your emotions have changed, you need to identify that as an issue in, in your life. And that for, for an example, if you have emotional instability, which I've actually had, I wasn't always low in neuroticism. When I was younger and I was fucking around with drugs, alcohol, not getting enough sleep, being in the wrong environment, I was quite an emotional person because anything that alters your mental state, drugs and alcohol, lack of sleep, is going to put you in a more vulnerable position. So if you know you're a person high in neuroticism, just look deeply into your routine right now. Am I getting enough sleep? Am I, am I drinking alcohol? Am I fucking around with drugs? I don't imagine many of you are, but I think even on a on a low scale, just understand if you do decide to go out and party at all, the next day you're going to be much more emotional. So don't make rash, de rash decisions on those days. Next one's extroversion. I'm quite highly extroverted. I like being around people. I have introverted aspects to my personality. I don't always want to be in social situations. But when I am in social situations, I like to, I like to lead. Now, if you're high in extroversion, you're going to find it very easy to take control in the parts of business like sales and marketing. And you're gonna find the content creation a lot easier than guys that are very low in extroversion. So I think that the, certainly the content, and we'll come on to content, is something that you can learn, no matter what personality type you are. But when you're dialing in your life, understand where you are. If you're highly extroverted, you have a gift for selling and speaking to people. And if you're introverted, you probably have more of a gift for systems, for being able to dial in and do the things that extroverted people can't do because they're always chasing that high of being around other people. So when you design your life, try and keep that in mind. If you're highly extroverted, you want to be in the sales side of your business. And if you're not, you want to try and hire somebody that's the extroverted type personality. When you're going into business with somebody else, you look for the opposites, the polar opposites. Most of you probably noticed me and Bill are very different to each other. And that's why we complement each other very nicely. Whereas when I first started in business, I would always go for guys I loved being around. I'd go for guys that were just like me, but it's not the right business partnership. Me and Bill have had the best business partnership I've personally ever had. And that's because he comes in where my flaws start. Your degree of openness is like your magical thinking and eccentricity. And whether or not you're inflexible or closed-minded. I would say this is one that if you are low on openness, and the ability for new ideas, for learning, for having magical ideas, for believing things are possible, that's only a negative, in my opinion. So if you are low on openness at the moment, you have to try and find ways to open up your personality to new ideas. Because, And I don't think many of you are low on openness, because you're sitting here right now, and you've, you, you want to self-educate, you want to improve yourself. But if that is an area you struggle with, all the magical thinking is what creates the big ideas, the big success. If I told people what I, what I do now, three years ago when I worked a nine-to-five sales job, I was thinking like a crazy delusional person in the eyes of those people. And for, for the true success, that's what you need, that element of delusion. So never, never worry about thinking too big. Your agreeableness. I know for a fact that a lot of us are 
low in agreeableness, which makes us a little bit more cutthroat. We, we know what we want. We have issues with authority the majority of the time. If you're low on agreeableness, it's, it's, it's a success trait. Most people that are successful are. But understand, when you have low agreeableness, you need to still have empathy. And I try and lead with how I think about others and how I affect other people's lives. Because I know I'm naturally quite low on agreeableness. I know that I can be cutthroat and manipulative and callous sometimes. So I, I moderate that in my personality and I, I genuinely make time. Anyone who's spent a decent amount of time with me knows that I like to do things for other people. I like to gift things. I like to look after the people that I'm around. I do that consciously. That, that doesn't naturally come into my life. That, that's built in. It's not something I ever used to do. I naturally made the choice to do that because I know I can be centered around myself. And I found a lot of spiritual benefits, a lot of love for myself in looking after other people and becoming that man in other people's lives. I like to think of myself as someone when I walk into your life, your life gets infinitely better. And I think every single one of you in this room can be that person for the circles that you roll in. You're just the star in, in other people's lives. Like you have your fucking shit together and you genuinely care about other people and you, you inspire them to be the best version of themselves. I think that's an incredibly good way to be. Conscientiousness. We're probably all quite high in conscientiousness. The thing to watch out for here, because that, that gives you that workaho workaholism, which is like, we want to work, work, work all the time, which most of us are like. Just make sure that doesn't border on perfectionism, because perfectionism kills progress. If I'd, I, I can naturally be a little bit perfectionistic. I had to completely get rid of that. When I first came to Thailand, I spent three months here, and I didn't do any of the YouTube videos that I wanted to do. Because in my head, I had to get it perfect before I started, and that held me back. When I, when I got rid of that and just thought, I'm going to start now with what I've got, you find the path. The path illuminates as you walk it. It's a quote I really like, that you have to start first. So if you are high in conscientiousness, you are a workaholic, just make sure that that perfectionism is moderated. Because it's good to be a perfectionist, but also you've got to get the daily output out. Don't let it hold you back. A tip for relationships that I've recently started doing. Depending on where somebody ranks on one of these tests, and I actually recommend you give to a new girlfriend or a potential partner the Ty Lopez personality quiz, because it goes into more of the narcissistic personality traits, things to watch out for in people. You have to understand how they view themselves, because a personality test is quite interesting, because it's how you view yourself. So if somebody views themselves as a manipulative person, that's, they're normally far worse than, than you could imagine. So you want to make sure when you, when you have a partner, business partner, and you have a girlfriend, somebody that you're planning on spending a decent amount of time with, that you get them to take one of these in a, in a fun environment. Do it together. Oh, we're going to take this test. Let's just see what our results are. Share them with each other. And understand when you watch the, the Ty Lopez one, he'll tell you what to look out for. But you basically look at their results and you think, okay, is this somebody that I potentially want to put into my life? Because people that are narcissistic have a tendency to be manipulative and can appear to be perfect at first. So there's a lot of women that can appear to be perfect. When you see under the hood, you're like, fuck, that's not somebody that I should be fucking around with. That's a huge one because I have no doubt that every man in this room is going to be incredibly successful, which means protecting wealth. And that means business partners and life partners are the two biggest areas you can fuck up because you leave yourself open to be manipulated in those areas, especially in love. So 
stay aware of that. Make sure if you are with a, if you find someone you think you like them and they're highly narcissistic and manipulative, I would recommend calling that off. These, these are not things that you negotiate on because this is how they've rated themselves. When you understand your personality type, which hopefully you do a little bit better now from the big five that we went through, use that to tailor your decision making rather than chasing the life or the dream life of others. So depending on your skills and the things that you want in your life, really nail that down to the type of person you are. It'll help you become more emotionally intelligent. You understand you can be emotional. You understand you can be introverted. Maybe you're sabotaging yourself in a certain area and you use this to review your life. When you make mistakes, you go back to, okay, which personality trait was that from? How can I improve that in the future? The next thing is high vibrational states. I've spent a lot of time younger trying to solve issues in the wrong state. So this gives you a nice matrix of what the ultimate states are, which I'll run you through. So you've got shame and guilt at the bottom, which is why we're gonna go into that in this, in this presentation, because these states are not what you'd maybe think, like even fear ranks higher than guilt and shame but you might not think guilt or shame is holding you back. But if you've got a guilt, something you're guilty about, shameful about in your life, you're operating at a very low vibrational state. And I believe, personally, that problems that you have rank somewhere on this scale, but the answer to every problem is out there. No matter what the problem, it's somewhere. But if you're operating from, let's just say you're operating from fear, because that's a pretty common place to operate from as an entrepreneur, which will work through, if you're operating from fear, you won't find the answers that are held at higher emotional states. So before you solve problems, you increase and improve your state. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. So today, compare the state you woke up, woke up in 5:30 this morning. Probably didn't get a lot of sleep last night. You woke up and rolled out of bed. Nobody usually wakes up in a state to conquer. This is a state that we formulate and develop through the action that we put into the world. So what did we do this morning? We all got together with our boys. Everyone was on time. Everyone finished the run. Everyone did their workout. Everyone did their breath work. We ate breakfast together. Now, I don't know about you, but me, I feel fucking amazing. I had four hours sleep last night. Normally I'd be bumming around. But because we got out and we did the actions, We've now raised our state. So every day you need to do something at the start of the day that raises the state. Because now we're in a, a mindset where we can conquer issues, we can formulate new ideas. Yeah, never try to solve problems from low states. So if you get stuck in a problem with business, you get stuck in a period of fear. Maybe sales aren't going the way you want them to go. Maybe your YouTube's not going the right way. And you need to come up with an answer to your problems. Get together with your boys, with your network. Go and train fucking hard. Go and train really hard because but one of the highest emotional states you might have noticed was peace. And personally, I get peace from hard work. The only days that I feel truly peaceful at my highest, most enlightened self is the days that I've done everything that I could. So you know that once you put the actions in front of you, you're going to feel a state of peace. 
And when you're operating from a state of peace, you can solve problems easily because you're also backing up your own confidence. Every day that you don't do the things you said you were going to do, every day that you don't wake up on that time, you don't miss that workout, it's destroying your mental confidence and your ability to solve problems. So your self-belief will fall. If you want that self-belief to go through the roof, like everyone's feeling self-belief today because they managed to get up at a time, maybe some of you even surprised yourself with how far you could run, how hard you could work out. Your self-belief's raised, and now you demand more for yourself because you think, yeah, I fucking deserve it. I got up at 5.30. I get up at 5.30 every day. I run every fucking day. I deserve to be successful, which is where all of this comes from. Fear is something I try to completely eradicate from my life because it serves no purpose. Some people think that feeling scared, when you have emotional states in your brain, you might have a pattern that you go back to. You think that feeling fear will protect you from the outcome. You need to feel scared. That's false. You don't need to feel scared. Fear is just an indicator. And it's a beautiful indicator because it shows you where to go. It shows you where to run to. When you feel fear, that's when you jump. That's when you go towards the thing that's, that you're fearful of, especially with content for myself. Anything for me in my life that I'm very fearful of doing is normally exactly where I need to go. So all that fear is, is an indicator, but we don't operate from fear. We expel it from our mind. And the way you do that is you find what you're fearful about. Let's use a tax example um, I recently had. Tax laws changed in Thailand. Feeling a bit of fear about it. So feeling a bit of fear about it, you can sit in fear and a lot of people get neurotic and they'll sit in fear, they'll think of worst case scenarios. I thought, okay, I'm, I'm fearful because I'm uneducated. I don't know the rules. What's the next three steps? Let's watch some YouTube videos on these new tax laws. Let's speak to a new accountant. So we got on the phone to a new accountant. What do we need to do? Okay, we're fine for now because the tax laws have just gone in place. We can't spend more than 180 days in Thailand this year. These are the actual rules. There's a couple of caveats anyway because this stuff hasn't been fully enforced. And now you've gone from thinking, shit, worst case scenario, I'm going to get fucking taxed this year and all this stuff to having solved your problem. If you can't solve a problem, if you've done something already and you're waiting on the result, you have to try your best to free yourself of the outcome. Because if you can't change anything about it, make sure there is nothing you can change. And if you can't, let go of the fear. What will be, will be. Any challenges we get make us stronger. So invite them. If there's something you're fearful about, fine, I can't change it, no problem. Bring the challenge, I'll conquer it and move on. This one's huge because I don't care who you are in this room, we've all made mistakes and, and some of us to vary in different degrees and I guarantee every single man in this room some, feels some kind of shame or guilt about something that they've done in the past. But unfortunately, shame and guilt is the lowest possible state. So if you're harboring any shame and guilt about things you've done in the past, you'll find it hard to succeed because you're fighting yourself. When you have a low opinion of yourself, you know there's something you've done that's wrong, you're going to find it harder to build the new life that you want. Maybe you're stuck at a certain level because you're holding on to something that you did in your past. Now, I actually think it's the number one reason most men don't succeed. They don't believe they deserve it because they beat themselves up about something they did. And I've got a few ways of thinking about this because I harbor very little shame and guilt now about who I am uh, as a person. For my first tip is reframing your mind. You, you didn't decide to be born. None of us decided to be born. We were, we, were born in, we were born into the world from our parents. We did not make a choice. And we had very little control about the way we were raised or what we were taught, which means that you were not responsible for your upbringing, which I think sometimes people can have shame and guilt in their past. But a lot of that stuff from the start, that, that wasn't your fault anyway, because 
you can only change what you can change now. The other thing is we'll all die. So no matter how good or bad you've been in the end, all of it will be erased from time on typically a very short period, which you can look at in a good way or a bad way. I find that quite freeing. For myself, I had, um, it wasn't, I had a little bit of guilt and shame around a, a few debts, personal debts I hadn't paid when I first got to Thailand because I didn't have much money. Maybe you've done that before, like you're running away from some personal debts from back in the day. Any shame or guilt that you can fix, anything that you feel bad about, um, that plays in your mind, do your absolute best, even if it costs you some money, do your absolute best to go into your past and fix the things that you can fix. Everything else, write it down, burn the paper, and forgive yourself for the things you've done in the past. There's no change for what you've done in the past now. And you can only move forwards and live your life moving forwards as the man that you want to be. And that's what you say to yourself. There's actually no rules to this game, if you think about it. We're all animals. So we all, we're actually just animals and society's been built around us, but somebody just like us made the rules. So people's ideas of right and wrong are actually quite relative, uh, depending on the time and the period that you live through. And a lot of this stuff, like, don't, don't harbor guilt against yourself. Never punish yourself. You have to want the best for yourself. No matter how bad the thing was that you did, it's never going to make it better by punishing yourself. And once you leave yourself open with guilt, it makes you easy to manipulate. So if you put yourself on a low, a low point of view, someone who's a, who's a manipulator, this is how most um, like cult structures work, and it can happen in religion as well, is that you ask for forgiveness. You, you harbor some guilt and you share it with a person. Never let somebody use guilt against you. Never let somebody seem more righteous than yourself because then you, you open yourself to be manipulated by that person. You let them punish you. So nobody ever punishes you. You don't punish you. What you've done is done, fuck it. You're a man at the end of the day. You did what you did, and, that, and we move on from that. So we don't, we don't harbor shame and guilt anymore. That can be very freeing if you figure out how to do this. The next thing, the abundance mentality. I've truly believed that there is unlimited everything. If we look at everyone else is just a person, the same as you and I, the amount that you can amass in this world. I strongly believe... <clears throat> It's all coming to you when you're ready for it. You have to learn the lessons. You have to go through the difficulties and the trials. But everything you need is on its way to you. I've found this with everyone. Well, probably a few guys have got a stripe in here. And when I first set up my stripe, I would, I like to tip and I like to gift money and things like that. And I've, I noticed there was one day I was watching a uh, guitarist in Koh Samui. It was when I first started my business. And I was watching him, and I, and I, loved, his, uh, I loved the songs he was playing. He was playing old rock and roll, ripping it on the guitar, and I was having a great time, and I appreciated that he'd brought a period of, of rest and joy into my life. And I decided to tip him 1,000 baht. Because, but 1,000 baht to me back then was still a lot of money. $30 was a lot to me. I remember getting pulled over by uh, the police here for not wearing a helmet. And when I paid 500 baht, which is like literally 10, 12 bucks, I'd be sweating because I, had no, I barely had any money. That day when I gave that 1,000 baht, I think I made three stripe sales on my course, $99 each, fairly instantly. And I found this to be true across my entire career since then. So I try and tip and give away and live in an abundance mentality as much as possible. I don't know why this works. But when you let money flow and you believe it's coming back, back to you, trust me, it comes back to you. When you hold on, you're scarce. You think, I'm not making money right now, so I couldn't afford to tip anyone. I couldn't afford to spend anything. That's when you close yourself down to the idea of money flowing. I, I never worry about money now. 
and, and neither should any of you. If you've made it into this room, you have the ability to always make money if you put your mind to it. So there's no need to ever fear money. You can easily make it. You can easily make it back. It's always coming to you. Money's simple. On the topic of money, don't get caught chasing the money. The reason why we live life like life's like we do is so that we don't have to live the rat race. But some of us can put ourselves back into just a high ticket rat race. Maybe it's for millions, but you still don't live the way you want to live. You're chasing a lifestyle. You're creating your reality and the way you want to live as a man. That's what's important. So don't chase the bank account number if it doesn't make you happy. Because I find when you live in alignment with who you are, I chased money for my whole sales career at the start. I chased money with multiple businesses, had a cleaning company, had a sales and marketing company selling alarm systems. And all I was focused on <clears throat> was the money. But at the time, I wasn't living in alignment with how I wanted to live as a man. Then I decided to get rid of the money. I decided to stop taking a paycheck. I decided to move to Thailand and live in alignment with who I wanted to be as a person. And sure enough, I've made more money than I could ever have imagined in any of those other possibilities. So you have to live in alignment with who you want to be, the lifestyle you want now, and let the money come to you. Don't force yourself into chasing money because there's no need. You can make money in anything. Make sure that it aligns with your life. Don't get stuck in the high ticket rat race. This is my new elite mindset creed. We're like a, a new age nobleman. There's a crisis of masculinity in the world, a need for strong men. And I, and I think that strong men will become the popular thing within the next five years. Strong masculine men like us, because everyone's already getting fed up of the woke bullshit. So it's time to go all in on being traditional men, to being the saviors of the people around us, to rely on no one but help everyone. And that's being a righteous and honorable man. And I think that is what we are. I, I absolutely love the mindset that we've formulated in the new elite and the members that we've brought in because we align so well with each other. We don't get guys that are of a different mindset. I, I, I look at every single one of you and I think these are guys I genuinely like hanging out with. And they're guys with, with really good hearts and actually a lot of love uh, for each other, which is rare to find in these networking things. You obviously get you, often you get people and they're just in it for the business or money. It's a little snaky. I, I genuinely see a lot of love in the room uh, for each other. Part of our mindset, we do not complain. Uh, we just eradicate that from our lives. It's a low vibrational state. Sometimes it's a habit. Sometimes, if you, especially if you've come from a, a place where, for me, it's quite easy not to complain now. But even I do it every now and again. Um, but especially when you're coming from a life that was maybe shit and you're moving up in the world, you're stuck in a habit of complaining. Because most people just, they don't know what to fucking say to each other. They got no fucking good stuff going on in their life. And the only way they communicate is through complaints. That's not something we do. We only see opportunity in everything that we have. And we open ourselves up to that. It also comes with gratitude. Being grateful for what you have right now is incredibly important. I, I may have done a slide on that. If I, if I didn't, I'll come back to it. We never tire. Tiredness is... is, is completely a mental construct and obviously you should get your sleep like I'm not saying run at four out run off four hours sleep every night but it, it's the weak world that we live in gives us far too much leeway to give ourselves sympathy when we don't need it I guarantee none of us really got enough sleep last night I've only had four hours sleep last two nights I'd feel fucking amazing I feel so fucking good I'm energized because we're on the right path we're around the right people we're doing the right things and we've, and we've done the actions in the day. So tiredness didn't actually exist. If I'd woken up four in the morning 
if I'd woken up after four hours sleep at home, maybe I would have had an unproductive day. But that was a concept that I destroyed through doing the actions that we've done. So we never tire. In the new elite, we don't tire. We don't understand that. It just doesn't happen to us. We don't understand the concept of being a victim. I talked about this with, with Bill the other day, that no matter what happens to me in my life, no matter how bad a situation, I couldn't see myself as a victim because I only see opportunity in all the bad things that happen to me. So if there's any, I don't think you guys have got it, if there's any victimhood mentality about your past, <clears throat> about things that have happened to you, understand that those are all blessings. They're the blessings that make you a man. Don't get rid of them. Be thankful for them. And just never have that victim mentality because it takes power away from you as a man. And we all have the ability to mold our reality. We're disciplined with ourselves and with each other. We keep each other accountable. Love ain't lies. Wes Watson says that. Love ain't lies. You should tell your brothers respectfully if, and call them out if they're doing things that, that you don't think they should be doing and try and realign them. Whereas most people like to go through the world being nice to everyone's face and talking shit behind their back. If you want to talk shit, that's absolutely fine. Talk it to each other's face. Look after your boys because that's real love. That's real love. If I see you and I care about you and I want you to be the best and you're fucking drinking and shit, a good friend will come up to you and say, man, you've got to snap out of that. You've got to stop doing that. You've got to try and raise them to a higher standard. And if they don't, you've got to leave them and you've got to let them have that pain of losing you. Whereas a lot of people will just encourage people's bad behaviors. So love ain't lives. We're disciplined with ourselves and with each other. And, and we're understanding of others. We've got to understand that we're a certain type of personality and a certain type of man. And we're, we're one in a hundred every single one of us. So the people that we interact with on a daily basis, we have to understand that other people have other paths. Not everybody needs to be like us. There's a select few. That's why it's the top 1%. And with others, you just have to have that level of understanding. A lot of people try and go into their lives, change their mum and dad, and make them fucking who we are. Who the fuck's mum and dad wants to be like us? Like, we're fucking insane to most people. So just understand that. And I, I've found a better way of doing this. Look after those people. We're the men that look after everyone else because we understand some of the people we care about can't change, especially people that have brought you up. So be at a point in your life where you look after those people. You don't try and get your mum doing extra work or get your dad more dialed in on his business. You take care of them. They brought you into the world. You retire them. You let them do their thing. And that's how they, I think they can really love you as a son. I mean, it makes them so fucking proud uh, when they see that. And then we, we breathe life into the places we go. We're respectful, we're joyous, and we just operate from a, from a high plane. People see us. We've already seen it uh, walking around together. People notice us as a group. It's a, there's an energy and a magnetism to us as people, which you should keep. I think you will keep when you're on your own. But we brighten and change lives. We should be a positive influence to the world. Our trail will exist eternally. I think there's things that will happen in this room, the lifestyles and the lives that you guys end up putting into the world, the children that you have, uh, that I think really will make a difference on a, on a long time frame, especially with, with the reach that we'll have with social media. All right, next step. How I manifested my current reality. Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.